0: tuned into the ETBU Sportsnet and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast. And welcome to another edition of the Texas Tiger Podcast. I'm Adam P. Ledyard and today we are with ETBU men's basketball player Derry Moore. Welcome Derry. Hey,
1: welcome. How y'all doing out there?
0: It's good to have you. It's finally uh uh good to sit down and talk to you. It's been a busy season and uh we're gonna get to know a little bit more about Derry today. So uh Derry, uh tell us a little about where you're from.
1: Okay, my name is um Derry Moore. I'm from Tyler, Texas, uh, East Texas, by an hour away from here in Marshall. Um I'm born and raised there, grew up there, and um yeah.
0: So uh you've been at ETBU. This is your third year. Before we get into coming to ETBU and, and your basketball collegiate career, uh l- let's start from the beginning. When did you really start to pick up a ball and play the sport of basketball?
1: Um, It's kind of funny because I was about, i would say, six or seven when I first decided to get in, like, little leagues. But before I even wanted to play basketball, uh, my brother, my older brother, I had two that played, but my older brother, he would be playing, and I'd be like, you know, uh, I don't know. He'd be like, he always be telling me, come on, D-Man, you got to play. You got to play, it's fun. And I'd be like, I just always got to sit and wait my turn. I'd just be like, when I'm comfortable and ready to play, I'll play. So I said, it was still pretty early, around seven, but they've been playing since they was, like, younger than that. So I kind of, like, seeing them playing and then kind of gra- gravitated towards it. So, yeah, I said by six or seven, I started playing basketball.
0: And starting that young, when did you develop into uh, the the area of, I love basketball.
1: This is what I want to do. Really, as soon as I started playing, like, I guess from watching it, I was just kind of like waiting toward, like, to see if I would like it. But when I finally picked it up and realized I was actually good at it, I I fell in love with it uh, right then and there. I was just like, I can really do this. You know, I actually had fun playing it. And yeah, I've just never stopped since.
0: So with basketball and any sport that we talk about with student athletes, we we love to hear who has been some influences on the sport for you to develop you and make you love the game and and say this is the person that has helped me come along in this sport.
1: Um I would say my brothers and my mom and my dad also because they both played and when they were younger in high school and stuff, but um, my brothers, for sure. I'm watching them grow up. I have one brother that's two years older than me, and my other one's like 10 years older than me. So I got to watch my older one when he was in high school, and I was like a little, little kid. And my other brother that's two years uh, older than me, we just grew up playing together. So um, he would always bring me along with him being older to play with his friends and stuff, and that really kind of like cultivated me to a good player I am also because just playing older and playing up to guys that like were probably bigger than me or stronger than me it really helped bring me along so I would say my brothers they really got me into the game of basketball and watching them play really influenced me to play
0: and we always like to talk family with this
1: uh, tell us a little about your family and the support they give you through this sport oh, okay um uh, yeah my mom and my dad um they give me so much support, them and my brothers, because um they're at every single game. Ever since I played started playing basketball, to be honest. Now that I look back at it, uh they've been at every game. Um it hasn't been a game I can count that they haven't been on. If anything, it'll probably be uh when we go to Alpine, which is like ten hours away, <laughs> that'll probably be the only game they don't really come to. But any game that's like in reach, like I don't care if it's like three, four hours away, they're gonna try to make it and they've been there since the beginning. Even to this day, Adam, you can even uh testify to this day. They're, they're almost all my games. So um just them and seeing my brothers come, and even sometimes when they can't make games, do the work and stuff, like they always try to find a way. So just seeing stuff like that makes me even want to, like, play even harder for them, knowing that they're in the stands cheering me on.
0: And and I got to bring up your mom. It's so much fun to watch her. I'll walk through the hallway just before the end of the game. It's a tight game, and she's out there. I can't watch it. I can, and she's on the phone talking to somebody. It's so fun to watch. How does that make you feel that she's so intense and she loves just just that passion of the game
1: like that? Oh, uh, man, it, it really puts the ice on the cake. I always tell her when it's games like that going on and um we end up coming out on the other end victorious, uh, seeing her in the hallway and just giving her a big hug always makes me – even more happier because it's just like, wow, like, that was such a good game. And seeing her just, like you said, so intense into it, it really changes, like, the way like she look at sports and all our family look at sports because like you know it, it does be intense out there you know when we're actually on the court and we're playing and as much as I feel just like her I gotta like keep my emotions under but you know at the end of the day like she's there and she's supporting me and win or lose like she's always just telling me to have fun and she texts me that every single game. So I go out there and I have fun for her and and I'm glad to see that she's having fun from the sideline and even if it's behind like the window glass watching I know she's she's excited so it makes me real happy.
0: It is fun to watch. She, she, it's such a treat to go talk to her briefly as she's watching that. Yeah. So, uh, so talking into your basketball career. Uh, tell about a little about your your high school career and then where you went after that.
1: Okay, so like I said, I'm from Tyler, Texas. So, um, was two have two high schools, main high school, public high schools out there. Uh, I went to John Tyler High School at the time. It's now called Tyler High. Um, and there, like, I started um, playing as a sophomore. On um, varsity, I played three years. Um, Like I said, um my brother, he's two years older than me. So when I was a sophomore, he was a senior at the time. So what really made me want to get to varsity was to just be able to play with him, like, one year. And I think that was, like, the first year ever that they had, like, two brothers on a, a, a basketball high school team or a varsity basketball team. So, like, uh we had got some coverage about that. But just, like I said, being able to play with him and just really just get my foot in the door on varsity, like you said, like, as a sophomore or even a freshman, whatever you are, like you're you're playing with seniors and juniors and guys that's older than you. So it can be nerve wracking and sometimes like being so young, but um he made me feel right at home. Like I said, I knew all of his friends and they was all seniors at the time. And that's basically what the team was full of. So I was probably the only sophomore on there and just playing with them guys. I feel comfortable. and I feel like the coach gave me my freedom to be able to do whatever I wanted, even at that young of an age. So, um I played those three years of varsity and luckily um my senior year I was able to get uh, quite a few looks of uh, quite a few JUCOs and AIAs and um yeah, and I have ended up going to um transfer to Trinity Valley Community College, which is one of the top JUCOs in the country then at the time and now um I ended up going to transfer there after uh high school. And
0: then uh with that, being in East Texas, the junior college, talk about some of the the players that you got to play with and against, and then you know, the competition that you had and where they
1: went. Oh man, I got to play against some of probably the best players I I can personally say I've ever played with or against um I know a couple from Trinity Valley would be one main one. A lot of region fourteen guys know is Deshaun Davis. Uh we know him as Rams. Um he was a point guard slash shooting guard, one of the quickest guys I ever played with, one of the best handlers i played with. He was from the Bronx, New York. Um And, and you really, really could tell that's where he was from because of just his play style. He was always uh, aggressive and just really uh, passionate about the game. And he kind of influenced me at a young age. Well, coming into Trinity Valley, looking at him doing the way he played the game, I kind of influenced that to try to bring the um, ETBU also. But he ended up going to Oregon State. Um, and he ended up transferring from Oregon State and now he's currently at Mississippi State as their starting point guard. Um, another one would be Anderson Mirambo. Um, he's a Dominican guy. Um, he's probably like, i say six, seven, 300 pounds. He's, he's a big, he's a big <laughs> dude. He's a big dude, man. But like, when I say he could move, like quick, he could move, bro. And like, you wasn't moving him either on the block or if he had you outside the three point line, he could, he was quick. He had a good handle. He could shoot the three ball. Um, and he ended up going to Cleveland State after leaving junior college, and yeah, and I played against some guys in uh region fourteen, like I say, it was full of dogs, but um one of these guys um uh, he went to Navarro. And he was, um, they, we called him AK and he was a big, strong, like African type dude. And, um, he was probably like six, eight and he could shoot the three ball and he could drive and dunk on you. Like he could do anything he really wanted because he was just so big and athletic. So, and he ended up going to, I believe he ended up going to, um, Alabama. I believe that's the school, but yeah, and just, but it's plenty more with those guys where that came from, but those are just like, three at the top of my head that I know like, you yeah, know, they probably like some of the best guys I played against in region 14.
0: And then from Trinity Valley, you came to ETBU. And I know uh, when, when coach came here over from uh, Bozier city, mm-hmm. that uh, they, they were sort of revamping the program again here at ETBU. And they're like, man, we're looking at this kid from, from uh, Tyler, Texas. He's, he's a game changer. He could help with the program. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we got you.
1: And, uh, so what, what brought you to ETBU through that whole process? Man, I'm, I'm be honest. Um, just the way that they made me feel like I was valued before I even got here. You know, uh, a lot of schools, and I'll tell Coach Lovell this all the time, like at the time, like no matter how many schools I had reaching out to me, like some of them, some of them will tell you what you want to hear. Of course, that's recruiting. and I understand that. But like, the way that they just made me, uh, believe what they were saying would be true. Like, Coach Lova told me, like, like I said before I even got here, that if I, I had the chance to come here and be an all-conference player and, uh, get plenty of awards and do the things that I wanted to do, even at this level, especially because the talent I had. But, you know, him and Coach Derrick, like I said, Coach, um, Lovell drove all the way down to Trinity Valley Community College and uh, came and spoke to me at one of my practices and was like, bro, I, you know, I really need you to come play for me. And they was willing. I remember that year we also made the national tournament, um, which is all the way in Kansas. And Coach Derrick, the assistant, he was willing to – they was all willing to drive down there um, that next day if we would have made it to the third round, I believe, because we had – no, the, yeah, the third round, cause we won the first game and we had lost in the second round, but if we went to the third round in the national tournament, um, they was gonna drive all the way to Kansas just to come and, uh, support me and I really didn't have coaches, other coaches that recruited me that was like willing to do that type of stuff. Um, so I believe like, you know, God had a plan and it worked out and, um, I trusted his plan to come here and I, I haven't regretted it since, you know, I've got so many great things out of being here and, um, I really enjoyed the journey, you know, and it's still going on. So, um, like I said, it really worked out for me and I'm, I'm so thankful to be here. And
0: part of that process, uh, was to help develop and build the program. And, and last year that, that paid off. You guys, uh, made a late run there, won the, the conference tournament and then won a game in the NCAA tournament. Just talk about that, you know, as a player winning, that, uh, that, the, that championship and going into the postseason for the
1: NCAAs and knowing, you know, I'm a part of history now. Oh, yeah, man. It's not, it's nothing else like it. You know, like I said, when they was even recruiting me, I would tell them, like, of course, I want to have some individual accolades, but, uh, most importantly, I do want to win a ring, you know. multiple if I have the chance but you know we accomplished that as a team and we bought in together and did that you know and as hard work as it was which it is it made it more rewarding just seeing it like um just happen even before we even got the rings like just that day of the championship game when we won everybody was just happy and cheering with each other and just like knowing like all the hard work paid off and we got to hold up that banner that said champions you know and just put on the t-shirts and stuff like all that stuff is uh, things that we'll always remember. And I know for me personally, I will. And I have like the proof, like I said, the ring and the band and I can always come back to ETBU and, and tell people like, you know, I helped hang that banner and uh, I am a part of history, you know, and those are things that we'll always remember. So yeah, it was just a great feeling.
0: When you were at, uh, Belton and Mary Harden Baylor, you defeated Harden Simmons. You knew that you were going to win that championship when that final talk, to- final clock ticked off. How did that make you feel when you saw all that? Man,
1: like I said, I, I mean, I I was just so happy. It was just so many emotions going through at once. You know, you was you was just happy and you was like kind of just like over excited because like you just like kind of surreal like you always p- pictured yourself saying that you wanted to do this, but when you finally, like, when the buzzer finally went off and you finally seen, like, the end of the score was we was up, they lost, and that was the last one, you know, like, everybody just kind of felt like like it was a big relief off our shoulders. Like, the whole season paid off, you know. And some people, like I say, can put in so much work throughout the whole season. You get to the end and you might not, like, go the way you wanted and you might feel a little defeated, but, like, you know, at the end of the day, like, I knew, like, whether we won or lost, like, that was a great team. And we ended up winning, and, you know, we got rewarded for it. And, and, you know, um it was just such an exciting feeling to see everybody's faces and everybody, like, families was there to um even be a part of that because, you know, like, a lot of people – I had an aunt that came all the way from Atlanta, you know. And, like, I really didn't want to disappoint her, you know, or nothing like that because, like, you making that long drive and stuff, you know, like – that you therefore, there for the support, win or lose. So, like, everybody had family that came from all over and that was just there to see that moment and share that with us. So it was very important. Like I said, my mom and dad, it, it was very important to them because that's something they'll always remember and my my siblings and just everything. So, like, it was just more than just us celebrating that moment. I believe, like, the coaches, their families, the players, their families, and just the school, you guys here, y'all celebrate that moment with us. So, like, that's something we'll always be able to hang our hats on, you know, forever.
0: Now, now in the game, you make the game pretty exciting. You get, uh, you know, a a, a breakaway and a dunk. Uh, uh, tell us a little about, you know, when you know you you got that breakaway and you're gonna make a dunk. Do you decide, hey, I'm gonna do it this way. I'm just gonna go up and flush it. You know, what are you thinking about when you're like, oh, I'm
1: all alone, man? It, it's an exciting feeling. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, just really what goes through my head is the. Take the safe route. Depends on, it really depends on how the game's going. Um, like, for example, like, if we're down by like, I mean, if we're up by like a whole bunch and it's like a blowout game, I might try something a little bit more flashy, just in case, like, if I do miss it, it like, it doesn't really matter as much, but like, if the game's like, not as tight, but pretty kind of tight, close enough to still be in reach, you know, I'll just go ahead and just like do like a, a, a flush or really just hang on the rim, but just something but I always try to do, like, my goal is to really try to, do something that gets everybody out their seats, you know, and that's what I'm thinking throughout that whole process of on that fast break. I'm dribbling the ball. I just want to get everybody up out their seats and have give them something to cheer for. So that's really my thought process.
0: And part of the game too is you've got a pretty good shot. Like you're up there in shooting percentage. You know, there was a couple games where you only missed a, a couple shots in the game. Yeah. How how do you make it so precise and when you
1: choose to to take your shots? The crazy thing is, the same shots I take, and my coaches can testify to this, um, I've been taking all my life. You know, I've been shooting the same mid-range 15-footers since high school, and I was known for that in high school. And I went to Trinity Valley, played against some of the top players in the country, shot the same shot at a high clip, and my Juco coaches would say, like, that's my shot. Like, my Juco coach to this day still calls me, both of them, my head and and tell me that, um, I'm probably the best mid range shooter they've ever seen come through that school. And I've, and I've just kept uh, practicing and practicing. And even to this day, like, um every single day I'm in the gym, I'm practicing that same shot. And that's what makes me so confident with shooting those types of shots is because I do it every day. And it's like, it's basically like, I don't want to say shooting a layup, but it's just muscle memory to the point where um when I shoot it, I'm so confident. I'm more confident that I'm going to make it, that I'm going to miss it. You know what I mean? So, and I just practice it every day. And my coaches, they... They know that's my shot. So anytime I'm getting that area, even when I think about uh, passing the ball, they say, shoot it. If you pass it, we're going to be mad at you. So shoot that shot. And, I, and I'm and i I'm uh, not mad at them for saying that because, like, you know, it's something that I do shoot every day. And like I said, I practice it. So um, I believe that it's a shot that I can always take with confidence, knowing that nine times out of ten is going to go in.
0: Now, when you leave ETB, you tell us a little about, you know, what you're majoring in, but with that, uh, it sounds like you've got a little bit of
1: professional aspirations, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um As far as majoring, I have a bachelor's in criminal justice. And right now, I'm currently um doing my master's program in uh, sports management and kinesiology. Um But as far as um, professional-wise, I do have some aspirations of playing professional. Uh, really, I've always dreamed of it, you know. And um, Coach Lover also did tell me, like, I would have a chance, you know, if I came here and did what I was supposed to do to be able to go to the next level, you know, and be able to show off my talent somewhere else. And no matter where that is, you know, as long as like I'm playing the game and like I'm still having fun, I'm enjoying it, you know, uh, I would love to see where they, it could take me. You know, ain't, ain't no, um, ain't no limits on guys playing. So like if, if he wants to take me however far he wants to, you know, I'm willing to do it and just, you know, continue to serve him and continue to play the game I love.
0: So you already you mentioned a little bit about your faith, but tell us a little more about your faith and, and how important
1: uh, it is to you. Oh, yeah, my faith means a lot to me. It's a, a big reason why, um, one of the big reasons why I chose to come to this school, you know, it's a faith-based institution. uh um, guys worked in my lives in so many ways. And I tell people all the time, I wouldn't be here where I'm at today playing the game that I'm playing if it wasn't for him, you know. And just, I'm just so blessed and being able to watch him work throughout my life and my family's lives and every day, you know, just working for us and changing for us and blessing us to be like here and just be alive and be able to play this game and have my health and my strength and everything like that. You know, it just means a lot to me. I never take anything like that for granted. Um, like I said, the ball can stop bouncing any day, you know, and you got to still be the person I lean on no matter what I do or where I go. So yeah, my faith means a lot to me. And part of the
0: the uh program here at ETBU too is, is servant leadership. What's some of the things that you've got to do to serve the community in the area with your teammates? Oh, uh,
1: well, I know preseason and a lot, uh probably after season also, we do uh, community service at Um, it's like a children's place where um, it's after school program for kids and we kind of go over there and um, we play basketball with them and throw footballs and just kind of get them outside and after that we'll take them inside and uh they'll have reading time and stuff so they'll do like homework and just read books and kind of just talk to them and even play little board games and stuff. It's just little things like that like that to show kids like you know um you can be this too. You can go to college and you can get an education and you can come back and serve your community. You know, don't forget about the small things like that because at the end of the day they're big to a lot of other people so just doing little things like that um that that really helps us get out in the community and just i know also we help um go move boxes and uh package food and just little things like that so we're always moving around doing something and i really appreciate the coaches and everybody who um, helps us be able to go and do that
0: we've been talking to Derry Moore here on the texas tiger podcast we're going to move into the Final little session here where we get to ask Derry some quick questions to uh, get to know him. So uh first of all, what is
1: your favorite pair of shoes? Uh I'm gonna have to go with the Jordan Fours. Your favorite athlete? Kevin Durant.
0: Uh favorite basketball team? Los Angeles Lakers. Favorite, if you have a professional like football team you like? I
1: like the LA Rams. Uh, favorite food? I love seafood. It doesn't really, uh, matter as long as it's in that category, seafood.
0: Vacation wise, would you rather go to the ocean or to the mountains? Oh, the ocean all day.
1: Favorite vacation place you've been to? Uh, let me think, let me think, let me think. I would have to say so far. I'll say, I'll say distant Florida so far. Are they slides or are they sandals?
0: Slides. Is a French fry a utensil for a frosty? It could be, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you use it
1: that way, yeah, I say yeah. Uh,
0: is a hot dog a sandwich? No, <laughs> I, say, I say no. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite ETBU uniform? Uh, valley blue. Your favorite, if you have anything for your birthday
1: meal, what would it be? Uh, I would say a, a seafood boil, so like shrimp, crab legs, um, all that type of stuff. I like that. One of your favorite places to go in East Texas? Uh wise or like anywhere. Anywhere. Uh, let me think. Favorite place to go? I did mm. say food. Oh, food. Okay, I'll say Razzle's. That's my favorite uh, eating place to go in East Texas.
0: Uh, what has been a f- one of your favorite
1: NBA games that you've been able to watch? I got to watch Kobe play. Um, he came to the Dallas Mavericks game. It was probably back in, i say probably like 09. I was I was a little young, but I was old enough to know, like, to watch the game and know, like, who he was and what he could do. And I just remember watching him play, and it was just, like, one of the best moments ever because even at that young of an age and not even knowing, like, the impact that he had on my life then, you know. So, like, just being able to watch him and say that I got to witness him in person is something cool I'll always remember. If you could be coached by anybody, what coach would you choose to coach you? Anybody, like, in the league? Anybody. Uh, I'd probably say um, Doc Rivers. Doc That's a good choice. That's, yeah. <laughs> uh, Have you been able to meet any professional players? Uh, yes, yeah, Jimmy Butler. He came back. Um, he, You know he went to t- TJC. TAC. Yeah, so he came back um, when I was in high school, and they did, like, a little – um event for him and I got to meet him and um help win some money from my school and stuff like that so it was really cool just talking to him and knowing like somebody that like even though he's not from Tyler even though he represented Tyler at some point knowing that he could go from TJC to where he's at now is like always something I can always put my hat on and look forward to. Favorite ETBU road trip? Not Alpine. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Hey. I, we went to Portland uh, last year. I believe Portland, Oregon was pretty cool. Got to see all the mountains and just how beautiful it is over there. So I would say Portland.
0: And then let's see. One final question. Here in
1: East Texas, what is your favorite season of the year? Summer. I'm a summer baby. I was born in the summer, so I'll take summer. Oh, damn, man. And
0: then one final thing with that.
1: Any shout outs that you'd like to give to anybody? Uh just shout out to everybody out there, at ETBU, um, the fans, the supporters, everybody um that comes and supports each and every team that's here. You know, y'all mean a lot to us. And uh, we do it. we get out there and get to play every day for y'all. Um, it is Valentine's Day. Shout out to my Valentine. A uh, shout out to you and um all everybody else out there that got Valentine's. So, and yeah, just um continue to be with us on our journey as we go and try to play another uh, fight for another conference ring, a conference championship, and another national um, championship entry, so just continue to be there for us and cheer us on. we well, have been talking to Derry
0: Moore here. Derry, thanks for talking to us here on the Texas Tiger Podcast.
1: Uh, thanks so much, Adam.
0: Check back again next week, and uh, we'll talk to more student-athletes or coaches here on the Texas Tiger Podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam P. Ledger. We'll see you later. tuned in to the ETVU Sportsnet, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast.